You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Social Media Decoded podcast, the number one podcast to help you understand social media better so that you grow your business, get more clients, and monetize. And today, I have a special guest. You all know I love bringing on amazing experts to help us decode social media, right? All the things digital marketing. And today, we're going to be talking about a little bit of podcast and a little bit of email marketing. And I'm so excited to have my friend, Jay Emanuel. I was actually on his podcast. So, We'll make sure to put that in the description too, so you can go ahead and check out that podcast that we did together. But welcome. How are you doing today? Oh, man, Michelle, it is such an honor to be a guest on your show. As you mentioned, you came over and graced us with your presence, dropped so many gems. I I promise you, like our listeners absolutely loved you. And I know I definitely enjoyed our conversation as well. And it's, it's a pleasure to be on here. And I hope to add as much value to your audience as well. Yeah, so exciting. So, Tell us, how did you get started with digital marketing and social media? How did you even get into this space? Oh, man. My journey goes back almost 10, 12 years ago. That was the first time I was a content creator. I got my start as a blogger. From there, I got on YouTube. And then from YouTube, I ended up finding kind of my space within the podcasting world. And for like the past maybe nine or eight or nine years, I've been podcasting. And that's been like my primary focus. And along that journey, I've had to adapt to like social media because I did get started before that was like a major thing. So learning how to adapt, get on Twitter, get on Instagram, get on all of these platforms and learn how to use them to our benefit. But yeah, man, my journey started out so many years ago. And here I am today, finally learning how to take those skills that I've been, you know, gathering over the years and turning them into a business. Yes. And see, For anyone listening, I tell everyone all the time, your skills that you possess, you can turn that into a business. You can monetize off your skills. A lot of us have skills from corporate America that we're just holding on to, but we can turn this into a freelance business. You can freelance write. You can create podcasts for other people. It's so many different avenues. So I just love this creator economy that we are in. This is the time right now to build businesses off our expertise and make as much money as we can doing it. It's a lot of money to be made. We all know. (laughs) I like to talk about money. It's it's a lot of money for us to be made. So the bags are out there. Go get them. (laughs) Yes. Get to the bag. That's that's my whole thing. Let us get to the bag. So I want to talk about your podcast because I think it's amazing, the Why You Succeed podcast. So what was like the driving force to help you like come up with this? Like what is the the story behind that? Yeah. So I'll give a little bit of backstory. So before that, like I mentioned, I've been podcasting for almost a decade. And before the Why We Succeed podcast, I was a host of a relationship show for almost eight years. And within maybe the last three to two years of running that show, I had this idea that I wanted to start a business podcast and I just didn't know when. Well, that time finally came, you know, in the end of 2021, I decided to launch what is now the Why We Succeed podcast. And I have to be honest with you, I didn't really know exactly what I wanted the focus to be or who I wanted to help. And it took a few iterations for me to really hone in on the fact that I wanted to help people who were in the position I found myself in five years ago, which was struggling to take all of those skills that I had managed to acquire over the years 
and turn them into money. <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, I've been doing all of this stuff, but why isn't it making me any money? And I know that there are a lot of other people who can relate to that. So I wanted to start a podcast primarily for content creators that'll help them to start making money more specifically, get to that first 1K plus per month. You know, I know a lot of people talk about how to get to 10K, but there are some people who haven't made their first dollar, their first 10, 100, or even $1,000 online. And I wanted that podcast to be about how you can do that and, you know, continue to grow from there. I love that because you're right. There's not a lot of people talking about how to get to the 500. Heck, 1,000. Right. <laughs> right. And so that's why I'm I'm glad that you have this podcast. And I I have too started myself to like say, okay, this is how you get to 1,000, 3K. Because mm-hmm. it's everywhere you look, it's 10K, 20K, 50K. But yeah. if you haven't even gotten to that 1K, you know, right. you have some, some more steps to go. So I really love mm-hmm. that. And I think that there's a lot of content creators that can find find your podcast valuable. So of course, we will be having all the information of your podcast in the show notes. So make sure you all check Appreciate that out. That. Um, we all have to start somewhere. That's what I want to say. Like yeah. no one starts off making $10,000. So I'm really glad that no. you focus on that. Yes. Yes. And so- you have your podcast and you're the founder mm-hmm. of Growth Factor, which I love that. Okay, now we got to talk Thank about you. this growing because <laughs> it's so important. So what's what mm-hmm. was the driving factor behind that and how can like fellow business owners benefit from this? Right. So Growth Factor is actually me practicing what I preach. I talk about on the podcast, one of the primary ways to get to that first 1K plus per month is to develop a money-making skill. And I don't know about you, Michelle, but for the longest, I had no clue what a money-making skill was. Like, unfortunately, they don't teach us that in school. I didn't learn it in college. It wasn't until a couple years ago that money-making skills came on my radar. And I started to just go down the line of all of those skills that I had been acquiring. And I saw, oh man, hold on. Like, I can make money writing. And there's something called copywriting. And more specifically, like email copywriting. I was like, okay, I think I may have something here. So Earlier this year, I decided to start an email marketing business, which is now Growth Factor. I work primarily with coaches who have an audience. They have this email list, but I'm sure you can relate, Michelle. There are a lot of people who have these lists, but they're not sending emails. And even if they are, they're not making any money from it. So I really come alongside coaches who have an audience, but they're not monetizing their list to show them how they can turn these subscribers into customers. So let's talk about this email marketing. Yes. I think, and I've read this somewhere recently, and I think definitely Mm -hmm. I'm going to start doing this. Should we email our list every day? My answer is yes. I want to hear what your answer is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that Every everybody is different. I think that you can't go wrong doing it if you have a product to sell, right? Like if you don't have anything valuable to share with your audience every day, then I think that it could be more of a nuisance than it actually could be a benefit for them. So I think that's the first thing is, do you have something valuable that you can share with them every single day? If you do, then I think that getting to a point where you can send out daily emails can be extremely valuable when it comes to warming up your list, getting the people on your in your community to know you, to like you, to trust you. And as you can imagine, get to a point where they're buying from you on a regular basis. However, I always got to say this for people starting out, like a lot of the clients that I tend to work with is they may not be ready for daily because they may not even be at a point where they're sending out one email. So I am definitely a proponent of let's crawl before we try to go and, and run and start sprinting or running marathons. So can we consistently send out an email once a week or two times a week or three times a week based on where they currently are for a quarter? 
Can we do it for six months? Can we do it, you know, that long? And then we can just slowly start to ramp things up a little bit over time. And to your point, get to a place where we're adding value every single day. Yeah, I think you're definitely right. And I think sending emails every day, you have to have something to say. So maybe it's like Monday, it's the newsletter. Tuesday, you're selling something. Wednesday, you're sending them to your live. I mean, there's so Mm -hmm. many different ways to utilize email. I think a lot of people get really scared and they're like, oh, I don't want to sell every day. But I wouldn't Mm -hmm. say sell every day. You still have to nurture them. And email Mm -hmm. is where the money is. And so that's what you really need to be nurturing versus social media. Of course, they work hand in hand. But I think sending emails every day can be beneficial, but just not selling every day. But you're right. If you don't have something to say, just don't say anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Don't don't just keep sending emails. And here's the thing. I I would even say that it's possible to sell every day. Like I'm on people's list who do. However, there's a distinct difference between the people who are who I know are consciously going to sell me something every time I see their email. And I don't know about about you, but I don't want to be that person where I, when people see Jay Emanuel pop in their email, it's like, oh, what is he trying to sell me today? Like, I don't want that. I want them to be like, oh, man, I got a new email from Jay Emanuel. And they're interested to hear what I have to say because they know I have a track record of providing them with value. And there may be a link to some product or some service or something that I can sell them, but they know that that's not going to be the primary focus of, oh, I just told you this story or I just went on for these two paragraphs just because I want you to buy something. And that's something that I do see a lot. It works. Like, Don't get me wrong. It definitely works. I know people that make a lot of money doing that, but it's all about the type of community you want to build and more importantly, the relationship you want to develop with that community. And you said that, that important thing, the relationship you want to build with the community. So, so important. So I want to switch gears and talk about podcasting because I know podcasting is very beneficial and it can be very beneficial to a lot of business owners. Um, Mm -hmm. Of course, I have this amazing podcast and I think I am a podcast, a pro podcast. I'm for (laughs) podcasts. I think that they can help your business. It's done amazing Mm -hmm. things for my business and I'm so grateful for this space. Um, But how can podcast, how do you feel that podcasting can be Mm -hmm. beneficial for businesses in addition to having an email list? Like what tips and tricks can you give our listeners so that they're thinking of their email list, but also coinciding Mm -hmm. with that podcast? Because I know there's like strategies that you can leverage for both. Most definitely. Yeah. So I I think the first thing is understanding what the podcast is going to be. And if we're talking about a business owner, it's a funnel. So this is something that I talk about with uh, my podcast coaching clients that I work with is for those who have that desire to make money, because let's be clear, every podcaster, that's not their goal. But for those who are business owners who want to monetize, I think that there's two very effective approaches that a person can take when it comes to making money from their podcast. One is they create content that is going to be outwardly focused on the person they want to sell to. So whatever your ideal client is, you're putting out content that is going to appeal to them. And then you turn them from listeners into actual subscribers, I would think of your email, and then you get them to become customers. Or another alternative is you focus more so on bringing on guests who could be potential clients for you. And you utilize it that way where you're building a relationship with people and you are bringing them on as a guest. You're learning about them. They're learning about you. And then if the relationship is established, you can then bring them on as a client, talk about that. And it's a lot better and a lot more effective than if you were to send them a code email and just say, hey, here's a dry pitch of what I want to do, as opposed to, hey, now they're warmed up. They got some rapport there and you could actually utilize that to potentially land a new client. Yeah. And I like 
podcast because too, if you are a service-based business, like you said, putting mm-hmm. those nuggets inside your own podcast is a really yes. great way to make money. I've had so mm-hmm. many people reach out to me via Instagram and say, hey, mm-hmm. I love your podcast. You know, Do you have a link so that I can sign up to work with you? Now, yes. that takes time, right? Because with the podcast, mm-hmm. this is not like a get rich quick thing. It's more of this is a long term for your business. This is right. rooted in SEO, it's rooted in search. And when mm-hmm. you create a great business podcast that coincides with what your business has to offer. And you put those nuggets in the podcast episodes because it's your podcast. So you can do whatever Mm -hmm. you want with it. I think that that's Mm -hmm. a really great way to monetize. And I think that a lot of business owners just maybe they may be scared. So just give us a few tips on if someone is hesitant, what should Mm -hmm. they do first? Like if I'm hesitant, I don't know what I want to do with this podcast. I don't know what to expect. What are some tips Mm -hmm. that you can help them get over that edge and start the podcast? Yeah. So the first thing that I would say is just recognizing why you want to start it. I think, like I know this is kind of everybody knows, you know, you start with why, but I feel like uh, I wouldn't be doing justice if I didn't start there because it's the key. You got to know why you're podcasting. Why are you starting this show? I'm going to assume if you're listening to this show that it's because you want to make money. So that kind of goes back to what I was sharing previously. Then it's a funnel. Then you have to recognize where are how are you going to fill that funnel? Are you trying to fill it with the people that you are trying to attract to listen to your show? Or are you trying to fill the funnel with people that may be guests that come on the show? And once you have an understanding of that, the most important thing is for you to actually start an email list. I, I, I know like we're talking about podcasting, but if we're talking about it from a business sense, you want them to actually get on your list. Like, yeah, we want them to press play. We want them to subscribe. We want them to leave reviews. All of that stuff is great, but the most important thing is getting them from being a listener to your show to being on your email list. So whether that's making sure you mention it either in your your intro or break during the show or even on an outro, making sure you always have a call to action that will direct people to get onto your email list. That may be, you know, hey, reach out to me on social media, you know, like the whole code DM thing is popular. Maybe that's a, a lesser barrier of entry. Or if you have some type of freebie or a lead magnet that you can share and promote on the show that is, you know, aligned with whatever the topic is, that's another way to be able to capture them as well. So if you don't have an email list, start that before you start your podcast. Like, let let me say that. Have an email list. Even if it's not filled with a bunch of people, just make sure you have that list in place so that when you start putting out content, you don't have to postpone promoting it, the calls to actions to get people on the list. That is key right there. Have an email list before you even start a podcast. Oh, that that was a gem. I hope everybody was listening and taking <laughs> notes because that right there is the gem that you need. Yeah. <laughs> so I love books and we ask all of our guests about books and resources that have mm-hmm. helped them along their business journey. And I know like you, we have been in business a long time. You've been in business 11 plus <laughs> years. Like this is And to be in business like this long, utilizing social Mm -hmm. media, it's just, it's amazing because like you said, when I went to college, there wasn't social media. I mean, I had a marketing class, but we weren't talking Mm -hmm. about social media. Facebook was just started when I was a sophomore in college. And so 2005, Mm -hmm. I signed up and it was just a wall. We had to, I don't know who's listening. You may be a a Gen Z, but we had to scan (laughs) the photos into Facebook. We couldn't just take them from our It wasn't like it is today at all. So it's come (laughs) a long way. It's come a long way. But what are some business books or books that have helped you along your entrepreneur journey? Right. I would definitely say, hands down, one of the most 
impactful books that I've come across is the one thing like that. That's the one book that has definitely shaped everything that I do in not just business, but in life, because so many times, and I, I know you can relate to this just based on our conversations together. I like you get ideas all the time. And if I'm not careful, I'm going to try to run off in a million and one different directions. Um, case in point, before I decided to lock in and just do podcasting some eight, nine years ago, these are all of the things that I was doing at the time. I was running a blog that was a community blog that I was managing other writers. I was doing a YouTube channel. I was doing a podcast. I was doing a live show and I was hosting Twitter chats. That's a lot. That's a whole lot. That's pulling me in way too many directions. And as you can imagine, I was just mediocre at all of those things that I was doing. But the moment that I locked in and said, you know what? The one thing that I'm going to choose is podcasting. I took a podcast and within the first three years had over 2 million downloads and listens. Like just because I got laser focused on doing one thing and doing it really well. So that is the most impactful book that I've had. And I'm always having those thoughts in the back of my mind whenever I'm like, oh, I want to do this and I want to do that. And it's like, it's not whether or not I can do it, right? Because that used to be the first hurdle is, can I do it? Nah, now I know if I put my mind to something, I can do it. But it's, is now the right time for me to do it? And oftentimes it's not. Like, I don't need to be doing a million and one things. I need to focus on one thing and do that really well and then branch off when it makes sense. That book is a great book. I love that book. (laughs) And you're right. As creatives, we want to do all the things. So please mm-hmm. take this advice. If you're listening, do the one thing <laughs> at a time. I know we're like, oh, I got this podcast and I got this YouTube and I got this blog mm-hmm. and I got these clients and I want to come out with digital products. But then they all don't make sense and you're going to miss something unless you have a mm-hmm. team now. I don't know. Yeah. Everybody don't have that's no That's the only team. exception. <laughs> yeah, that's the exception now. Now, the, the Michelle Thames and Thames Media team is not that big, so we cannot do 77 <laughs> things at once. So we have to focus on definitely the, the things that are most important and that we know mm-hmm. that we can do right now. And then maybe you can say, OK, Q3, I'll do this. Q4, I'll do this. That's why it's important to plan out your year um, mm-hmm. and what you're doing so that, you know, you stay on track. Because as creators, we come up with all I mean, I come up with ideas when I'm in the bed. I'm like, I'm trying to sleep. I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. You're giving me this download of ideas and I got to turn over, get on my mm-hmm. phone, turn on my notes and put it down. Because I know everybody listen. I'm sure you're like me and you just put random stuff in your notes and you have all these links and stuff. But I go yeah. back and search my notes now. I'm telling you today, okay. <laughs> go back and look through your notes and see what you've mm-hmm. already said. Because I'm sure you have a, a whole plan in your phone. So right. just just execute. Just execute. Yeah. But thank you for I sharing that amazing book that we definitely going. I'm going to reread that. And I hope that yeah. you all take advantage of this book. As I've shared before, if you, are, if you have a library card, make sure you mm-hmm. download the Libby app. It is free. Yes. Free don't forget Hoopla art. too. Those are those man. When I got introduced to those two apps, like it was a game changer. <laughs> What's the other app? Libby and Hoopla. 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 So it's spelled H O O P L A. Like it, it works the same way as Libby does. Um, but there, there's uh, books where you don't have like a limit. You know, like with Libby, sometimes you have to wait for somebody else. Well, you don't have to do that. If the book is on Hoopla, you can get it immediately. Well, everybody check out Hoopla as well, because I know there's <laughs> always books on Libby. And I'm like, somebody else is reading this? Like, it's right, a that's... week wait. Like, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> and then when I do, I forget. Like, I know I have a book in there right now. I need to go and finish. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. 
keep on the books. Readers are leaders. Yes. So thank you for sharing that. But oh, yeah. this has been such a great episode. You've dropped so many amazing gems about podcasting, about email marketing, and how all these things work together. I would love for you to share with us. Where can we find you online? What do you have going on with your business? How can we work with you? Because I know there's so many people who need help with podcasting, emails, all the things. Most definitely. So I'm going to keep it real simple. One call to action, right? If you're on Twitter, you can follow me at jemmanuelco. My DMs are open, so you can send me a DM whether you are interested in learning more about podcasting or you're curious about my business, Growth Factor. I think that'll be the easiest, simplest way. I know you'll have the links to everything in the description, but for those who are listening, the easiest way, just send me a DM on Twitter. It's open. I'm friendly, so don't hesitate to reach out. (laughs) Yes, and that's how we met on Twitter, so Twitter is a space. I love connecting (laughs) with people on Twitter, especially marketing Twitter. Um, Twitter Mm -hmm. is kind of I don't know what it's doing right now. I haven't really been on there, but I just right. have been like, okay, this is turning yeah. into something else. So we'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see about Twitter and how right. long, you know. And, they- and, I'll, and I'll be honest, Michelle, I know everybody isn't on Twitter. So for those of you who are on Instagram, because I know probably like at least 99% of people who listen to our Instagram, my handle over there is the same, jemmanuelco. So you can feel free to send me a DM over on Instagram if you're not active on Twitter. So either one of those, just send a DM and that's the best way that we can start a conversation. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again for sharing all the amazing gems here today on the Social Media Decoded Podcast. I hope everyone was taking notes. Let's start these podcasts and get these email lists popping in 2023 and beyond. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one. Peace.